Your world, your challenges, your faith. When faith within engages the world without, there's power. It's living life from the inside out. Believing in Jesus, who He is, what He's done, what He's doing, is core to following God. But what if what we understand about God isn't actually consistent with Scripture? What if what we based our belief on is really a little sketchy? We're going to talk about that today on Family Life's Inside Out, where we look at how God transforms His people from the inside out. I'm Martha Manikas Foster, and my guest today is Dr. Daniel DeWitt, Senior Fellow at Missouri Southwest Baptist University. There he leads the Center for Worldview and Culture. He's also quite an artist. His newest book is titled Sketchy Views. Welcome back, Daniel, to Inside Out. It is great to be back. Thanks, Martha. Mm -hmm. The last time we spoke, we talked about children and fear because that was the topic of your children's book. I'd like to focus today on young adults. So, Daniel, you spend a lot of time with college students, often ones who believe in Jesus. What would you say are the strongest influences right now that work to pull them away from Jesus? Well, I think one of the strongest influences is, is simply the world. And the Scripture teaches us that the world, the flesh, and the devil are all, all going to be agents of temptation for us. But I think that often Christian young people will make their experience in the world the chief authority by which they think about God. Uh-huh. And I'm reminded of a line from a Christian rap artist who said, God made you in his image, and he didn't ask you to return the favor. I really enjoy that line in, in your book. Yeah, I think sometimes it's easy to think, what does it feel like to live in the world? And we project that onto God, and if we're not careful, we'll retread our theology to line up with our experience. Mm-hmm. Now, Daniel, you point out that all of us have to work to see God objectively, because we, we all do have a perspective. So in your experience, what lenses do some Christians see God through? Or, or maybe, to put it another way, what do we sometimes use to build the foundation that supports our understanding of God? You've kind of re- referenced that already. Mm-hmm. How can our choices on this decision contribute to sketchy views? You know, I think that when we have views of God that are really unexamined, that that could lead to sketchy views, even if they're unexamined good views. Because if we don't think critically about why we believe them, we won't develop the proper tools to explore other areas of belief. So I think unexamined beliefs are are unhelpful. I also think that unfounded beliefs can be sketchy as well. And what I mean by that is there are certain biblical positions that Christians can debate over that aren't entirely clear in Scripture. Mm -hmm. And that's what I mean by unfounded. And it's not wrong to have a view on, say, whether or not Adam or Adam and Eve had a belly button, right? <laughs> you know, that's sometimes a joke about a theological topic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not wrong to have views that are a bit speculative, but when we become dogmatic about things Scripture isn't clear about, that becomes sketchy as well. I think it also another category would be uncharitable views, beliefs that we hold that are true, but it's not truth in love. And mm-hmm. then finally, I would say, Views that just contradict the Bible are the easiest ones to spot. Views that are against the clear teachings of Scripture. Mm -hmm. I have a friend who was also an author who who would say to respect the silences of Scripture. Those things that Scripture speaks on only briefly are not ones that we should be pinning our theology on. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I think it was John Stott who said something like, we should say what Scripture says, not more, not less, and for the same reasons that Scripture says it. Mm, I love that. Well, Daniel, allow me to welcome those just joining us. 
You're listening to Inside Out on Family Life. I'm talking today with Dr. Daniel DeWitt, whose newest book is titled Sketchy Views. Daniel, about young adults who begin to doubt the truth of their faith, or, or anyone any age who is doubting Jesus, who once believed, would you say they've always built their faith on something more variable than Scripture? Or is it possible, can it be true that over time, can we sometimes replace the foundation, maybe depending now more on what they think makes sense that God is like? Yeah, I think there, you know, there's a difference between Demas, who Paul talks about, who went away because he loved this world, and then we don't really hear of Demas. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between the Demas and the John Mark, who went away for a time but came back, or a Peter who denied Jesus in the moment, who very likely, I would argue, this is a whole other conversation, that John says there was another disciple who led him into the courtyard. I think the other disciple was likely Judas um, because of his proximity and relationship to the high priest. Wow. Um, there's a difference, you know, in that courtyard between a Peter who's denying Jesus and a Judas who's, you know, shortly thereafter going to take his own life. And so my point in those kind of juxtapositions would be to say a young person who's deeply doubting, time will tell, and our prayers need to be aimed at if they're deconstructing something that's un- unfounded, an unfounded faith or an unbiblical faith, that deconstruction can be helpful to the degree that the goal is, in the end, to construct something new and more reliable. In the same way that you might do a, you know, a renovation project in your home, you may need to tear some things apart to begin rebuilding. And so my prayer would be for young people that they're working through these issues because we're willing, this is God's way of refining what they truly do believe. Mm-hmm. And if on the back end there's no belief at all, May the gospel be demonstrated as the power of God to save them. May they recognize they never truly had faith to begin with. Mm. So, Daniel, if we want to ground our faith in what's really true, if we want to properly understand God, you and I agree that we need to look to Scripture. But what do we do with the passages that trouble us or seem to conflict with what we know of God's mercy and patience and grace, His invitation for all of us to come as we are? You know, I I like to tell young people, I was just speaking at a camp near Washington, D.C., to several hundred young teenagers, and I said, you know, what what do you do when Scripture gives you a green light? And everybody said, you go, and what do you do when it gives you a red light? You stop, and Uh they'll say, what what do you do when there's a yellow light? And half the crowd will say, you slow down, and the other half will say, you speed up. (laughs) (laughs) So what I like to say is, you know, when you're not entirely sure what to do about it, I think it was Rob Plummer, who years ago, a, a seminary professor, gave a list of things to do with a difficult passage. And one of them is to get help from others to to work through these things. And another thing would be, you know, to sometimes it's okay to set something aside for a season if it's really troubling you. So I'd say get help from someone else, um, be willing to set it aside um, if it's really troubling you and come back to it maybe at a better time. And then also I would say, Trust what you do know about God that you're certain of. So work from the simple things and the certain things and work from there out. As it relates to God's wrath and judgment in the Old Testament, you know, we have to keep in mind that God is one. And so what we see in the New Testament, Jesus is meek and mild, but Jesus also has come so that we would see that we are condemned without him. And so to understand the oneness of God, I think, is a helpful doctrine. But then also, don't do your theology alone. Nobody creates their theology in a vacuum. We stand on the shoulders of giants, women and men of faith who've went before us, who stand beside us, those who are alive today, use their help, lean into their help, and approach the Scripture as someone who trusts God, not as a skeptic. Mm. 
I, I would say that there are some teachers, however, who are encouraging some interpretations that are not directly linked to scripture. So you can trust some people to help be your guides who are going to affirm what it is that you are questioning. Am I being too vague here? No, well, I, I think what, what you're getting at is absolutely right. We need to test everything with Scripture, and that means even the teachings of people we might really appreciate or enjoy. So I agree with that wholeheartedly. We always want to come back to Scripture as our ultimate authority. And the wonderful thing is there's a 2,000-year track record of faithful orthodoxy mm-hmm. that's been expressed in some of the great creeds of the Christian Church. And so not only do we look to Scripture chief first and foremost, is our authority. But if somebody comes up with something new in terms of Christian doctrine, they're probably developing a sketchy view, Mm -hmm. um, because uh, the chief things we believe have been known and professed and passed down throughout the ages. Mm -hmm. Nicely said. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Daniel, for joining me here today to talk about this on Inside Out. It is my pleasure. Thank you so much. My guest has been author and professor Daniel DeWitt, whose newest book is titled Sketchy Views. Learn more about Daniel on his website, theolatte.com. That's T-H-E-O-L-A-T-T-E dot com. I'm Martha Manikas Foster with Inside Out on Family Life. Thank you for plugging into this Family Life News podcast streaming issues-driven, family-focused news.